It was one of those things, too, where I'm standing there and I see people walking by. <laughs> and they're kind of looking kind of weird at it. And I'm like, nope, it's, everything's fine. Everything's oh, were you fine. trying to not look suspicious? I was trying not to look suspicious. Yeah. But then on top of that, then I did kind of look suspicious on extra because I was trying to figure out, like, well, how do I get into this thing? But then other people, uh, I was just... When the guy showed up, oh, it was one of the most embarrassing moments I think I've ever had. That is only something that it seems like would happen to you. Turns out it wasn't. Well, everyone, <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us a lot to talk about today. But first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on that there audible link. It oh. is a great way to support the show. And, I actually um, did click on that audible link yesterday and I did start, you know, because I'm still, you know, mourning my Sue Grafton Oh my God. Thing. I thought we've, okay, we've gone far enough now. I just wanted to bring her up Sue one Grafton. more time. Anyway. Um, I want to talk about Carnival if you don't stop with Sue Grafton. <laughs> so uh, I know that you you didn't really sing its praises, but you said it wasn't terrible. And I, I was kind of curious about the premise. So I just started listening to Cell by Stephen King. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I like Campbell Scott. I love his voice. Like Campbell Scott's got a great like voice. His voice is very soothing. It's, so I'm kind of um, using this one almost okay. as a placeholder right now until I'm like waiting for a couple other books because I use different apps for different books and I have a couple on hold at the library that I'm waiting for. Yeah. So I'm using this one in the interim. I want to know your thoughts on it. I'm very, in, I'm, I think it's very interesting so far. I'm only about an hour and a half in. Yep. Okay. Oh no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. when it starts to turn. <laughs> um, you know, I I can't say, but well, uh, even the other day, wasn't that yes? You were saying because I thought you had said it was bad. You're like, no, it isn't bad. You know, it's like it's not Stephen King's greatest, but I mean, even a bad Stephen King book is still pretty great. I didn't think I said great. Good. I'm not sure if I said that either. <laughs> like, and I'm a big Stephen King fan, but uh, you know. Like, what was it about it? I'm curious. Like, no, I, I don't want to say because I want to hear your opinion on it. Okay. Because maybe maybe you have a different opinion on it than mm, I do. It's already kind of reminding me of Under the Dome a little. Like, because it basically seems like a lot of people are, from what I'm gathering so far, like, base, the premise is basically, like, uh, people pick up their cell phones and, like, all of a sudden it makes them crazy and they start, like, murdering people. So, I mean, that's kind of, a, it's not like Under the Dome because that's not what happens, but also it seems like a lot of people, like going crazy and confined in one space and it's kind of like a survival no not at all greg is shaking his head um i'm not saying that maybe you're seeing those elements right now but that is well i don't want to spoil anything for okay. you so i'm not going to do, do all right say i'm curious to see where this goes yeah. yeah i don't so far i think it's interesting but the thing just i like happened. the premise um yeah i mean i, I just i do want to root for it. why don't you listen to the book and then and then once you're far enough into it and you want to talk about it, we can talk I about will. it. You know I will tell you this. The movie is terrible. <laughs> Don't bother with the movie okay. at all. Done. It is a waste of an, two hours of your time. And it's John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson. Still a waste of two hours of your time, in my opinion. And I, I say that. I don't say that lightly because usually I don't like completely hate movies. But I'm just like, this is just a, this is a terrible version of the book that... That was not... That, that was already, it yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's so much All right, well, worse. now I see this as a challenge. So, yes, I will definitely finish it. And it's, don't don't let me build it up to where it's like the worst thing you've ever read, because it's not. No, I read a lot it's of not. terrible stuff. It's fine. Like, and I can um, tolerate You know, and if that's of... the base level of where you're going from, then, you know, yeah, sure, it's yes. going to be, it's going to be an amazing book. Well, anyway, but, so far I find it interesting. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See where it goes. Um, all right. Well, anyway, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link. So we've got... 
Some things to talk about today. I want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in. It's uh, Tuesday, June 23rd, 2020, for everybody who's keeping track of the date and time. And I don't think there's been a single episode where you haven't said that after I say the date. Because every time you do it, I'm like, how the fuck is it almost at the end of June now? Yeah. Like, because it just still feels like it's March. Doesn't it to anybody else feel like it's still March? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Because, I mean, all of this started, because that's like when time kind of ceased to exist. It doesn't feel like March anymore to me. I mean, because well, that's so far like in the March past. it doesn't feel like March was three months ago. That, uh... Yeah, I mean, it's just so far in the past that it's like it doesn't even exist to me. Like, March never actually happened. Like, if we were in a Stephen King book, I could be convinced probably right now that, no, there was no before time. Yeah. You know, it's That's... not going to be that long before we can do that. Be like, no, there was no before time. Mm-hmm. And, and I it's mean, only been now it, time. I mean, there... I mean, we're living in a Stephen King novel right now. There is no before time anymore. I mean, like, even seeing, like, businesses reopening and stuff, like, it is not the same world that we left three months ago. It is completely different. Yeah. It's It's bizarre. Yeah. And I cannot wait. I'm sorry, just for me, curiosity, I am kind of very, very curious to see how tomorrow is going to go. Why? What's when tomorrow? Here, when here in Multnomah County, face masks are 100% required in every inside business. Oh, yeah. So There's I've, several Oregon counties that have passed that. Yeah, I think there it's like it's Multnomah plus like three or four other Plus ones. all the ones around Portland, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I'm curious to see. That's going to be a whole next Oh, see step. if people throw, yeah, how many oh, fits are going to be thrown? Oh, it's going to be a mess. Are you kidding me? I mean, already, like... People are throwing tantrums online about having to do it. I mean, I've had to unfriend several people from high school who are just crazy. And um, right, I'm just I'm very very curious to see how tomorrow is going to start. And I feel so bad for all the retail and you know restaurant and bar establishments who have to like deal with people who are going to be pieces of shit to them because they're just trying to follow you know a statewide ordinance. Right. So, yeah, it's going to be. I, I yeah. am super curious about tomorrow. So. There's going to be a lot of videos up. Oh, a lot yeah. of videos will be posted. Oh yeah, we people. live in the time of, of because I mean, internet. if you go in anywhere who's not wearing one, you're going to start. I mean, it's just going to be confrontations be galore, like... and I hope it's not. I hope I'm wrong. I hope people are respecting each other. You know, just following the rules. It's not that big of a fucking deal. Just wear a mask. And yeah, um, I I am. I've been thinking about that. It's like, truly not that big of a deal. No, I've been thinking about it like since she had been like, oh fuck, yeah. Wednesday's going to be a mess. Yeah, I didn't think about that at all. So that is something to look forward to. Whatever kind of. Uh, not yeah. look, I'm not looking forward to I'm just I'm I'm looking with curiosity. I'm not I don't want people fighting. No, but, it's going to happen. But it's going to be different. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz right now people can casually still walk around and not have but like when you're actively told like you cannot be in here unless you're wearing that then there are a lot of people who don't like being told what they can and can't do. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm one of those too, but I mean uh I'm but fine you also with respect that. Other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a mess. Like that's science. Yeah. You know. And if it helps, you know, if it helps prevent somebody prevent... else getting ill, then I am totally for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> going Mike for says that. high school social media friends are the best way to remind you how doomed we are as a species. Luckily, I'm not <laughs> friends with most of those I'm not anymore. from my high school. No. Like the ones that I'm friends with are seem to be that pop up anywhere on my feet are usually of. Your friends from you high school that you're still friends with are really Well, those cool, are my though. friends. The, I'm yeah. not talking about that. I'm talking about like. They're still current friends. I had to unfriend one of my um, best friends from high school's entire family because all of them have just gone completely crazy. Yeah. Except for her. So I'm kind of nervous. Like when I go back to Bremerton, if I see them, I'll be like, hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I unfriended you because you're being a racist piece of trash. Uh, <laughs> Courtney says, um, I have to mentally prepare myself to wear a mask because my claustrophobia is a little too overwhelming. I get Absolutely. that too. It took me a little while to get used to it. it once you you just got to get a comfortable one when that's comfortable for you and then um you know then i think that'll probably make the big difference because once you get 
and I, I can't speak to your claustrophobia, so I'm sorry about that. And sorry, if you want me to take this out of the podcast, too, I'll take that out of the podcast if you feel uncomfortable with you, us even I commenting mean, on your comment. But, feel like that, um, yeah. but what I was going to say is uh, there's different ones out there that you can get. And I just ordered one that has like, and this is weird to think that we'd be talking about masks that we ordered, but I ordered one. It's supposed to be coming actually, I think today or tomorrow. I just finally got a notification. <gasps> okay, I kind of get but excited for new mask day at this point. Yeah, it's <laughs> one where it's got a nose piece to where um, the, it, Keep basically it keeps your if you're wearing sunglasses or glasses or something it'll keep it from fogging up and I guess the airflow is supposed to be a little bit better for it. I got so, one. I actually bought one I'm that try comes those. with a built-in filter and you can you can wear it with a filter or without and it's a little bit of a thinner fabric and I I have to tell you it made all the difference because some of the thicker ones like I just have sweat pouring down my face and I couldn't really breathe and it's like sucking it in and out like with my mouth. Uh, oh yeah, God! Don't take that out of tight. context. No, I know it was just too oh, thick. Oh yeah, no, it was just way too thick. So. <laughs> Courtney just said, "Wait, are you mansplaining my claustrophobia?" <laughs> no, not at all. Courtney, what you're doing? That is not what I was trying to do at Let all. Let me tell you, as uh, master of masks, what you can do. Oh, I'm nobody's a master of masks. So really, I'm just trying to say, like, I get it. I I get where you're coming from. Yeah, no, I do uh, have a rotation extent. now to wear yeah. like the thicker ones. I just can't wear them anymore because the, I too start to feel really smothered. I'll just stop talking forever. Um, so. Oh, my gosh. Forever. Pity party, party of one. <laughs> uh, going back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. So, going from that. <laughs> we've talked about it here on the show that I'm not the best when it comes to vehicles as far as uh, knowing. Well, I, this is something that's even beyond that. This is just something that you know what I, I was actually it, doing pretty good. What? You know what I think it actually is? I think it's just. Kind of like you are trying to get so much done in such a small amount of time that I think that your problem is not that you're spacey or the vehicles. I think you just need to learn how to slow the fuck down a little. I don't have time to slow down. Well, look at what happened. Like this upcoming story is going to be an example of that. Like, look what happens when you don't pay attention. I did get another job done, though, in that because I was like, well, what can I do with this time? Here's another job that I could do. Um, So because you wasted time doing another job incorrectly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. So. On Saturday, Saturday, I think. Well, it was Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Time has no meaning, so I'm trying to think of which day this was. Uh, I I had to get some yard work done, some things I had to get done. So blah, 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 boring stuff. I did have to clean the gutters, and that's gross. Gutters are gross. I cannot believe that this isn't the the problem you had an issue with. As soon as Greg told me he was doing the gutters, I'm like, "Um, you... Cleaning gutters on a tall ladder and you're yeah, my, spastic as shit. Like it's pretty high up there. I mean, I don't. You have a pretty it's high like fifteen roof. T- feet. I don't know. That's it's taller than fifteen. Twenty feet. feet. I mean, yeah. I, it's pretty tall up there. Yeah, it's it's pretty tall. And uh, and yeah, I had to get up there with the ladder and then like. So this was not the story that went horribly awry, which you would no. Have I was able to do that. To yeah. No, yeah. I didn't fall off the ladder or anything like that. It is. It was. Um, I've not cleaned them in some time, so it was pretty gross and i still have some more of it to clean but nonetheless i was uh that i was doing that and then i got done and you know i've still still got my um pickup truck which i i haven't sold yet and now it's like full of junk so i've got to i've got to take it to the dumpster to to the junk what to the garbage i just remembered something i saw about that guy about speaking of your truck i'm sorry i just remembered i saw it this morning tell me after this okay i will tell me after i talk about this because i don't know what it is that you saw I, I honestly don't. I know you don't. I, I purposely didn't tell you because I saw it this morning before you went on the air, and I'm like, okay. All right. I don't know what it is. Um, I'll just t- finish my story here of this, and now I want to know what that was. I'm very so sorry. I'm so here's, sorry uh, uh Anyway, blah, blah, blah. The truck's still here, and I was like, 
and the the uh, the battery is dead because it's it was sitting in the driveway. Because you've been jeeping. Well, I mean, I haven't been going anywhere. I mean, it's just the fact that I haven't gone anywhere. You know, I did that one trip, but otherwise, I'm mm-hmm. just going to the store. I'm not out doing it every day. So just it, if the car sits there, the battery dies. So no big deal. But uh, you know, I, I pull up uh, the Jeep. I get it all. You know, I'm sitting there. I'm like charge it up i'm like sweet got it going you know getting it all done by myself charging a vehicle oh, did you and charge it with your jeep yeah that's pretty resourceful well i mean that's what i've had yeah so, oh, I'm, I'm impressed yeah. all right yeah so i'm like i get that all done i disconnect so you know you hook up everything i've got the jeep there running and turn on the truck and get it all charged up and it's running I'm like great got that taken care of i'm like taking the stuff off taking the jumper cables and then hop in the um jeep and i'm like getting ready to back that up and i'm like oh wait i should actually just make sure the truck's off first um before i back out of the driveway and just you know clear this room out and so i walk back over to the truck and i walk up there as i'm looking at it running i go to the door handle which had closed somehow how would that have closed uh, it didn't open because i locked somehow Locked the truck with the keys in the ignition and the truck running. <laughs> Completely locked. And it's one of those things, those moments where I'm like, um, uh-oh, this isn't good. <laughs> you know, I get the get the Jeep taken care of because I've learned about leaving my cars and vehicles. And I and then I'm like, okay, this isn't this isn't good at all. Maybe, maybe I can get in the back. And as I'm standing there looking at like somebody's driving, somebody I'm not driving, but walking by, and I'm like, uh uh, I'm like panicking and I'm like looking at it and, and trying to, trying to get it open. And then I run oh, around the great. back and I'm jumping in and I'm like, well, they didn't, st- they ended up stopping. So, uh, I, uh, I called in through the back, through the canopy. I'm like, maybe I left the back window to the truck open. And so I'm sitting there like frantically trying to like, oh my God, open he's this just thing. so frantic. Cause he's like recreating this. He, his headphones just frantically off. trying to open it. I'm like, Nope, that's locked. And then, uh, and then I remembered I don't have a spare key to it. Oh. Haven't for years. Um, lost that like a decade ago. So uh, should have got a replacement. Didn't. And um, and so I, I take a look at this and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm locked out. My truck's running. It's got a full tank of gas. Oh, it's not like it's just gonna run out of gas anytime soon. And then I was like, you know, I don't know how I'm gonna handle this. I, I do have triple A, but I do not want to call anybody and have anybody witness what's going on. Cause I'm so because at this point I'm like, I don't want anybody to know about this. I don't want anybody to see this. What if I've seen it on on television before? You use a coat hanger to try to like pop a lock. Oh my god, but you mean like on MacGyver? Yes. On on all kinds or like of things. Like any like 80s show where people are like trying to hotwire a car so they jack it open with the Yeah. Okay. No, not hot wire. No, I know. You use the wire hanger yeah. to open the window. You curl a wire hanger, and then you go like... And then you like pop it up. I've seen it on television. So, And I believe we did it a long time ago with like my dad's old El Camino. We, we figured that out. But that was like a long time ago. So so I bring out, so I go inside, and I get this this wire coat hanger oh my God. from my closet. <laughs> I did not know that you And did. I go outside, and I'm, I'm pulling up my, uh, my phone, and I'm like... How to pop lock on Ford Ranger and looked it up and was trying to find somewhere online where they would have an example. I'm like, surely somebody's got an example of this. They got an example of all kinds of other criminal stuff. Uh, maybe there's somebody's got got something on there. 
and I could not find one. It was all how to like pop and lock. So it wasn't really what I was looking for. Wait, so you were looking up online how to break into cars? Yes. Perfect for your Google history. Probably searches. not the right thing to yes. have my Google history. So then at that point, I've got the car. Wait, 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 and then so it doesn't show you how to do that. It shows how to pop and lock. <laughs> yeah, I could not for the life of me find the right video. And so I'm like, well, I'm just going to I'm gonna figure this out. It can't be that hard. You know, this is 2003 Ranger. It's, it's surely you can do that with it. And so I'm sitting there like trying to pull back the stuff by the window and trying to like jam, jam this Kodak right there. And then it's when another person walked by. I mean, and I, I'm right by the street. I'm right by the street where this was. And I'm just like, uh, I, lo- I locked my keys in there. Oh, and I'm and, the over-explainer. Well, what was I... Sp- I mean, somebody's uh, walking by like... I love keys and cars. Red-handed, I've got a coat hanger trying to jam it into the door of our vehicle. I'm like, this isn't good. Um, so, oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I was like, I, I, I left my keys in there. And luckily, the person was like, oh, yeah, that sucks. And then they left. And then finally, I'm like, I have no choice in the matter. I've got to call triple a which i i called them and it was just one of those things where it's like you don't want to admit what you've done because it's so embarrassing oh yeah and i'm talking to this lady i'm like i uh i i just i just uh i locked my keys in the the vehicle and it's it's still running (laughs) and the lady's like oh that's not the worst thing i've ever heard and i'm like okay i guess that's good like she was being nice about it and uh, and so they, they called the guy, and then it was going to be like a half hour. So I just kind of had to sit there next to it. I'm like, well, I guess I'll trim the hedges next to it while I'm out here. Oh, was that the so, thing yeah, that you that got done? That was the extra thing I got done. Uh, but the guy got there, and I'm just like, like I don't even want to make eye contact with him. Now, did your neighbor come out at any point? No, he didn't see Thank God he didn't oh, see it. Oh, my gosh. He would have given you some crap. I know. <laughs> no, nobody sure to, saw I'll it. I'll be sure to tell him next time I see Do him. Do not. <laughs> don't, only because he's going to give me crap about it. Um Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. So, uh, so yeah, the guy shows up. I'm like, uh, how's it going? And you, they, they still, they do a very social distance thing. So they, you set your, uh, your license on the hood of the vehicle and then they come and look at it and then you come back and take it. So no, you're never in the same zone. All as somebody. right. But he's like, all right. So, uh, you know, verified all your information. He's like, Okay, let me go get this. Uh, let me just tell you, you're not the first one of these. Uh, yesterday, I had 18 of these. <gasps> he had 18 calls, apparently the day before, for people who had left their vehicles running with the keys inside. There is some kind of weird phenomenon going on where it keeps happening. He said 18. Weird. 18 calls. Because they send you, like, really quick. So it's just like, because it, and I realized, I'm like, 18 calls. How could you do that in a day? It took him probably less than, a second to like pop this thing. He had this little tool and he just walks right up and goes, pop, there you go. And hop right back in and left. Wow. Like he popped it like I want that. that magic tool. I mean, not to break into people's cars. It just seems like something cool to have. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty, yeah, no, that tool. Let me tell you ridiculous. with the newer cars, um, like from mine, I have a keyless entry on mine Yeah, and it actually doesn't let, if I accidentally, if I don't have the keys on me, if the keys, it can sense if the keys are inside of the car. Yeah. So I can't lock the door from the outside. Like if say I put them in, you know, cause I don't have to turn on keys. I just push a button. So if I leave my keys inside in like a bag or something and try to lock the door from the outside, it won't let me. Wow. Yeah. So it has a sensor. Yeah, 2003 Ford Ranger does not have that <laughs> sensor on it. It was very cool. Anyway, I got it. It was embarrassing. And uh, 
Yeah, so I felt really great about myself wow. after that. But then, you know, but it did charge the battery because I had to run for like 20 some minutes. So That's perfect. So that kind of worked out. All so right. So you got things accomplished. Why what is the news that you have seen? Okay. This is what we're going to. I pulled it up on my phone earlier. This has today, to do okay. with the person who stole my vehicle over a year and a half ago. And, uh, okay, here it is. Uh, I don't know the verdict of the trial that I was actually called into, but I had to leave before it finished. And that was, I believe, a week ago that yes. that happened. So, Sarah, tell me what's going on. So I was looking because I was just kind of curious when you were talking about it and someone had posted something about Mumlo County and like, oh, I'm going to look at the intake roster or the inmate intake roster just to see what's going on. Uh, so I did look and it does say that he was sentenced to robbery three, which is a, a class C felony, but he was released on most everything else. And this he is was charged with what? Uh, robbery three, which is a class C felony. I think that's probably me. Um. And then I was looking at this. His booking date was, you know, January 1st, 2020. Um, and then this was new. It says assigned facility, uh, Multnomah County. Um, and projected release date, August 8th, 2020. Mm-hmm. I saw that this morning. Yeah. I had never seen that before. So. so assigned to medical. This is public, right? Yes. Yeah, MCD. So, so yeah. He's um, uh, from what I understand is what's going to happen. He's going to go to a, and like a halfway house. It's not even that. It's like uh, unsecured, can come and go as he pleases, um, and uh, he's on an honor system essentially. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I, I mean, and I'm simplifying it. Yeah. Way more than it is, and obviously, I am not an attorney, so I don't have all those details. But from my understanding, that's basically what it sums up to be. And that, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, yep. I totally, I saw it this morning. I thought I that's what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I'm all for redemption, you know? Yep. But, uh, I mean, maybe you get like five chances. Yeah. You should really be on the honor system, <laughs> you know? And you assault somebody every time. I don't know. Maybe the honor system's not like for a, you. A little bit of a pattern. But, uh, whatever. I just hope nobody gets hurt if you, if you, you know, maybe he becomes an upstanding citizen, and this was all it took to put him back on the on the straight and narrow. Great, I kind of doubt it, but but I think that's a nice thing for you to say. Maybe it is, probably not, but maybe. Yeah, the it problem is. is the consequence is he could hurt. He hurt else. somebody. I know. Yeah, he hurts someone. That's what. That's the problem, and that's that's what I don't want to see happen. As we are all becoming very aware of, there's there are a lot of holes in this broken system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope nobody gets hurt. Yeah, because of this. But it's out of my hands. Mm-hmm. I did my part. You did. You showed up every time that you even if they showed up. You know, two hours late. You showed up to do what you needed to do. Yeah. Um. All right. All right so we just talked about it on the show, so I figured it should be part of the show, so people can kind of know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, do you want to do something else? Uh, yeah. Do you have? Uh... Oh, yes. Thank you. I hear Ollie clicking around up there. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Sorry, I'm getting a message right now about something else that I apologize. You okay? Yes, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yep. 
Oh boy. All right. First up, got a story out of Germany. Police in Germany say a post office had to be evacuated and some workers had to receive medical treatment due to a smell from a suspicious, suspicious, what am I, like a toddler? A suspicious package that turned out to be full of a famously pungent fruit. So this is um, police and firefighters in a Bavarian town. I want to be in a Bavarian Pungent town. fruit. A pungent fruit. You know what the, a, do you know what pungent fruit it would be? Uh, is that the uh, stink fruit? The durian. The durian. Yes, it's like the, I can tell you're writing in the thing because that's when you start to echo everything I say. Uh, do, so it says, so they smelled this horrific smell and they did not know what it was coming from the package. So they ended up evacuating the entire post office. Um, poster workers are complaining of illness from the smell and they were treated by medical personnel at the scene. Six were taken to the local hospital as a precaution. Investigators finally opened the package thinking that it might be some sort of, you know, stink bomb kind of thing and <laughs> discovered it was full of durian, which is a Thai food, fruit famous for its strong odor, which has been compared to rotten food, dirty socks, and vomit. Why the fuck would you eat that? Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, uh, the fruit, I guess, has an extremely appealing flavor despite what it smells like was eventually repackaged and delivered to its intended recipient. I have no desire Gross. to eat stinky fruit. No, I don't want to eat any stinky fruit either. No. All right, from Germany to Brazil, a Brazilian skateboarder has made history by landing the first 1,080-degree turn on a vertical ramp. How many times around is that? Four? No, 360 would, no, be three. 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 Yeah, 1,080-degree yep. turn on a vertical ramp. He has Three now times. been awarded the Guinness World Record for his achievement. And this kid, he's only 11. Wow. Maybe yeah. it takes an 11-year-old to be able to do that, though. Well, I mean, Tony Hawk actually pre previously held the um, uh, held the thing for um, the record when he landed nine 900-degree uh, turn. I'm trying to read yeah. this. 900-degree, um, yeah. It'd be two and a half times. Oh, yeah. So Tony Hawk was 21 years old when he did this yeah. at 900 degrees. Uh, so this this kid's name is Guy Curry. Uh, he's 11. And so this happened in May, but now he's finally been awarded the Guinness World Record. Um, so he did a 1080 on a vertical ramp. He also holds the Guinness Record for the world's youngest X Games athlete. Um, and he said, uh, actually... This pandemic, these people are all being all productive during the pandemic, it says um, that the pandemic lockdown gave him extra practice time on the ramp, um, which led to him being able to accomplish this. He said wow. his next goal is to land a 1260 degree turn. 1200. I mean, that's just so many times. Like, how high up do you have to go to do that? I mean, that's a lot of spinning. It's kind of ridiculous to think about to spin around three times in the air on a skateboard. Well, that's why I love watching ice skating, like um, like figure skating and stuff, when they can jump up in the air and do like yeah, oh, and do all their little twirls. Yeah, I don't think I could do anything on a skateboard. Oh no, I could. All I could do is grip on a gravel road. There's no way I didn't learn anything. I think I tried to ollie. I don't even think I accomplished that. Is that when you like get up in the air? Yeah, that's where you okay. pop up. Pop, pop up. Do more. Do yep. Do less. Yep. No, I could on the video game. On Tony Hawk, the video okay. game, I was really good at that. Okay. Aren't these compelling stories so far, Greg? Yeah. Next up, out of Columbus, Ohio, a controversy over depictions of Christopher Columbus in Columbus, Ohio, has led to an online petition calling for the city to be renamed 
Flavortown. I saw that. Flavortown. In honor of Guy Fieri. So the city of Columbus has announced Thursday that the statue of Columbus outside of City Hall would be removed, and officials are now asking the Arts Commission to consider changes to the city's seal, flag, and other symbols. Now, there is a change.org petition calling for the city to go a step further by changing its name officially to Flavortown. And celebration of the city's culinary treats and one of its most famous natives, TV chef Guy Fieri, who apparently is a very nice man. Apparently, yes. Everybody that I've talked to who's ever met him said he's super nice. Sam Slaughter said he's really nice. And if you're a newer listener and you've never heard our pal uh, Shane Torres' bit about Guy Fieri, you should totally listen to it. Yeah. Uh, So Fieri was born in Columbus in 1968, later moved to California, becoming a celebrity of the world of food. The Change.org petition calls for the city to go further by changing its name to Flavortown. Um, Let's see. Oh, that just repeated itself. All right. So uh, the petition so far has amassed more than 55,000 signatures, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, I'm not from Ohio, so I mean, I guess I can't really speak for Columbus, Ohio, but Flavortown is a pretty cool name. I mean, it's probably more at this point because I pulled this story like an hour and a half ago. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Guy Fieri, name change. Yeah, change name. (laughs) Yep. All right. Yep. So it's still about 56,000. Flavortown. <laughs> Would you want to live in a place called Flavortown? I mean, I, I, I can't say necessarily just off of that. If they wanted to rename Portland Flavortown. <laughs> I don't know if it really applies. <laughs> what would be an embarrassing nickname? For Portland? Yeah. Well, there's plenty you could pick, but I mean, what, from a... No, you'd name it Portlandia instead of Portland. Oh, yeah. That's what it would be. No, but I want something, like, kitschy. Well, that's... I mean, what else could you do? I, know, I hate it when people just move here and they're just like, oh, I live in Portlandia. No, you don't. That's a statue shop. Guy Fieri. I don't know. Do we have anybody that's kind of like that? I'm trying to... Well, like, that exuberantly over the top? Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of colorful characters. We do, but that are, like, Portland-based, like, from Portland. I'm trying to think of who... Darcel. Like... Darcel's not like internationally famous like no. that. Not like Guy Fieri famous. Like who's Guy Fieri famous? Not Guy famous? Fieri famous. <laughs> not Flavortown Didn't famous. Didn't Donald Glover live here for a long time? No. no wait. Or Danny Glover. <laughs> Donald, I, yeah, Danny you always Glover. do this. Donald Glover did not live here. Danny yes. Glover did. I remember Danny that was Glover. Also okay. the one-armed man from Twin Peaks lives here. Uh, he still lives okay, here. Okay, I want to address the Danny Glover thing because, yes, I have heard that too, but that's always the story everybody tells. Danny Glover lived here one time. <laughs> for, it's gone from he lived here for a while, he grew up here. I think Danny Glover had like a house here for a couple of years and like maybe somebody saw him at like Safeway and then it just turned into Danny Glover's here. I think that's what it is because I've heard all the same things too. Um I don't think I'm wondering oh, if wait. Danny Glover ever, did ever actually live here. Here's an article from 2003 talking about how <laughs> Danny Glover is moving away from Portland. <laughs> so he moved away in 2003. How long did he even live here then? Uh, it says, yeah, Danny Glover put his mar- his home on the market in 2003. Um, he lived in the Dunthorpe area. All right. Uh, with it says with his gal pal Gina Warren, right, so. <laughs> with his gal pal Danny Glover and his gal Danny pal. Danny Glover did live here. Uh, let's see, does Art from Everclear still live here? Uh, do I don't know. know. Okay, it is on his Wikipedia. He had a he had a home in Dunthorpe. No, I don't. I don't think. Oh man, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know we have a lot of famous that, but... musicians that live here. But f- 
but are from here. It's got to be like, like Portland claims them. You know what I mean? Because if Guy Fieri's from Columbus, that makes sense. Yeah. He's from Columbus. Hmm. I don't know. I need to think about this. Yeah, I got to think about it too. I mean, Elliot Smith, that's not very fun. So there's no, nothing that's, 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 that's a sad that's one. very sad. <laughs> I said, then it just goes to like sad ones. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, didn't one of the Baldwin brothers live up there? <laughs> oh, Daniel Baldwin lived yeah, here. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Sally Struthers. Yes, she's from Portland. Sally Struthers is from Portland? Yeah. Wow. Sally Struthers is. A couple of the, um, a couple of, or no, that wasn't, that wasn't Portland. I was going to say a couple of Hugh Hefner's, you know, remember when he had like the Three Wives show? Uh-huh. Uh, two of them were from Oregon. Really? Yeah. Or what? No. Yeah, I think two of them. Two of them were from Oregon. I'm trying to see if there's anybody. Yeah, I mean, uh, Immaculate, Immaculate. Oh, he like a rapper? Yeah, he's a rapper, but he's, he's fine. Sam Elliott. <laughs> he's fine. Tanya Harding. There it Tanya is. Tanya Harding. Tanya Town. Tanya Town. Yeah. Because she still lives here, doesn't she? Live in like a, I, I know. I think she lives in Vancouver, her. but, you know, close enough. That's close enough. I'll take Vancouver. Where does... Tanya. She's from Vancouver anyway, I think. So she's technically not. Oh, Gus Van Zandt. Oh. Yeah. She now lives in Washington State with her new husband. All right, well, that's in 2017. So she's somewhere hiding in, in not hiding, but, you know, living off the grid in Washington State. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck Palahniuk. Oh, Chuck Palahniuk. That's a great one. Fight I mean, Club that's, Town. That's wor- Fightville. Fight Town. Welcome to Fight Town. Get That's out. kind of accurate for Portland. Fight town. <laughs> passive aggressive. No, fight passive town. aggressive yeah. town would be more like it. Yeah, that would be. Lindsay Wagner. Why am I blanking on who Lindsay Wagner is? I, I'm going to feel ridiculous for it when I look this up and, uh, and realize who it is. Lindsay Wagner. Oh, the bionic woman. Is she from Portland? Huh. Wait, the bionic woman's from Portland? I don't know. Well, that's what Vicky's saying. I don't know. Unless Vicky's just making things up to seem cool. Vicky. Vicky would never do such a thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's just like, well, Lindsay Wagner's from here. Um, Wait, Nancy Wilson was from here. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nancy Wilson. Yeah, that's a good but one. But there is already a Wilsonville, so. Yeah. So she already got her. She already got her attention. Nancy Wilson? Lindsay Wagner's good. Okay, Bionic Town. Bionic Town's a pretty cool name. Welcome to Bionic Town. I like Tanya Town. That's Tanya Town. Tanya yeah. Town. I mean, because this is where like the case broke. Courtney Love. Yeah, Courtney Love lived because they for found quite a while. her. Didn't they find like the documents that she had like thrown in a dumpster behind a um, a bar in downtown Portland? Okay, again, no. I, I remember you I told swear, me because I went to that bar. No, Tanya you told me, Hardy, and I guarantee and it, was it was on. The docks. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. I guarantee on this show. You told me one time that it was Sawickley's. No, no, I didn't. I said it's the dock side, and I'm looking at this right now. It was the dock side, and I've been there. No, our real claim to fame was finding this is the dock side, which is awesome. Our real claim to fame was finding out Tanya Harding, finding the finding of Tanya Harding's garbage that was to be the downfall of her Olympic skating career. On January 30th, 1994, Kathy Peterson was emptying the garbage when she came upon several bags of trash that somebody had left, left in the dumpster. Upon examination of said garbage, some very damaging evidence was found that led Tanya and her associates to be found guilty of the Nancy Kerrigan clubbing incident. They weren't like, it was like that. 
funny. I think we all know how that. that uh, the most damaging paper that was found was an envelope with information concerning Nancy Kerrigan's practice schedule at her home rink in the Tony Kent air, uh, Arena. The handwriting was found dun, 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 to be Tanya Harding's. Matt Groening. That's who it's got to be. I mean, obviously. I mean, just that's uh, correct. You know, half the characters on The Simpsons are named after streets in Portland, that's if correct. not more. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's it. But what yeah. would it be like? Graining? It can't be Spring. Uh, yeah. No. There already is Springfield. Yeah. There. Yeah. There's Springfield, Lorcan. There's more Springfields, I think, than any other city name in the country. I believe I've heard that too. I think it's like 22 states have a Springfield or something like that. How many states do you want to bet have a Springfield? Take a guess. 44. You're going 44. I'm going to change mine to 28. Okay. Oh, quite the rebel. 34. I was closer. I was closer. Okay, congratulations. I win. I win. Wow. 34 states have a Springfield. All right, but what would it be like? Gr- oh, gr- Riverside. There's more Riversides than there are. 46 states have a Riverside. There you go. A little bit of fact for you today. Very well, something to get stuff. you through the day. Thank you. That's what, it, yeah, Mike, that's what I said. The one armed man from Twin Peaks okay. does live here. It's very exciting. All right, and finally, I thought that this was funny because I might actually start watching soap like between Come. soap operas because between Greg and I, everyone knows that Greg was the big soap opera watcher between us, and I'm not kidding. He actually watched soap operas. One. Did you watch The Bold and the Beautiful? No. All right. Well, I watched there... Days of Our Lives. I'm a Days of Our Lives man. <laughs> Bo Brady. Hope. Wait, didn't he? Wasn't wasn't there some bad storyline there? I don't know. I I mean, I, I only something... watched for a little bit. I think something bad happened with that storyline. Because I remember the bow and hope. Bow and hope? Oh, did that not end up, turn out so well? I think things happen. I'm about 23 years behind, so okay. I don't know. So Maybe spoilers. I need to catch up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so the head writer for the CBS soap opera, The Bold and the Beautiful, is now saying that the show will be using blow-up dolls as stand-ins for love scenes for the actors during the COVID-19 pandemic. Because That's they funny. can't have all the actors making out with each other. Mm-hmm. So they're actually going to take dolls. I will watch The Bold and the Beautiful just to watch actors just to know they're making, making out, out with, with blow-up doll. blow dolls. Yes. Um, there's also a bunch <laughs> of movies that are going to be using CGI for sex scenes. Mm. Well, this is more hilarious. Okay, yes. so the show was resuming filming this month after shutting down um, for the past couple months. Bradley Bell, who is the soap's uh, head writer and executive producer says uh, measures are being taken to keep the cast and the crew safe while they're making new episodes. So um, when we were reviewing the stri- scripts, we started taking out all of the romantic scri- scenes and the scripts just fell flat. Well, you got to have the romantic scenes in a soap opera. I mean, what are you to do? What yeah. Is, there's only so much murder and mayhem that can happen. It's true. Uh, he said, we put our heads together to try to figure out how to make the scenes work without, uh, without breaking the distancing rule. And we brought a doll that we used a few years ago as a corpse. We posed it and it was very convincing. It's a great doll, and we're using her with hair and makeup as a stand-in to match some of our leading ladies. So they're going to take the dolls and mix and match their wigs to try and make them look like... So you're just going to see a lot of the back of the heads of these things. <laughs> like wiggling around. Uh, so he says, we're going to see how it works. We're going to invest in more dolls and also male dolls as well. We're searching websites and combing Hollywood to see what's available. So we're going to be using a lot of them. He also said they're looking for other measures, including using the real-life spouses and partners of the actors as stand-ins for kissing and other intimate shots. So they said that everyone will be tested to make sure it's safe and the husband and wife are comfortable kissing. Uh, so it may, yeah. So they'll either be making out with their spouses, partners, or dolls. All right. 
So there you have that it. That does make me interested mm-hmm. to see how they, how they do it. Yeah, so it says with camera tricks and editing, it will appear as though it's our leading man with his leading lady. Let's see if they can pull it off. <laughs> All right, there you have it. It's your world of crazy. I'm crazy. calling this episode Danny Glover's Portland. <laughs> <laughs> 2003 that's the same thing as like saying tom Selleck. like tom Selleck did live here at one point oh he did he had a house did you know that tom Selleck? tom Selleck lived here yeah he had a mansion on the um across from uh milwaukee oh oregon Mm -hmm. well that's very exciting i had a was it one of those really pretty ones on the river yes oh cool. i used to know which one it was i can't remember now it's one of the fancy ones but i have a friend of a friend story of delivering pizza to Tom Selleck and they said he came up there delivered pizza and that uh, Tom Selleck answered the door and he didn't know he was going to Tom Selleck's house and his eyes were all red and he was in a robe and um, the guy said like you're Tom Selleck and Tom Selleck's reply was yes I am and took the pizza and then went inside <laughs> <laughs> that's great so, that was it Tom Selleck Tom Selleck the, out. There's the urban rumor, <laughs> the urban story of Tom Selleck. Apparently, he was cool and he tipped. All right. Um, I always like hearing when people are like, you know, nice and also than, they, they no tip and pippin. <laughs> no tip and pippin. Um, Do you think if he had a, a last name that didn't? Well, I guess it, he could be tip and pippin as well. Yeah, he could easily just drop the no. That's true. Yeah. Didn't have to be no tip and pippin. Was, do you think it was just like one time he did that and then just got this terrible reputation like it just spread? I don't know. Like one time he like forgot to tip we or something. We have the internet at our, the world Maybe at he just our like one time, I mean, he screwed up and just forgot to leave the tip or his like assistant didn't do it. And then he just got the reputation as no tipping Pippin. Or maybe he just really doesn't tip and he's just... Charles Barkley, the first thing that pulls up, there's nobody cheaper than Scotty Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> On the NBA, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen's lack of tips earned them a bad reputation in Las Vegas. No, I think no tip and Pippen's a thing. 12 athletes who are super cheap from Bleacher Report. Of Horton, Michael Jordan. <laughs> this was Hort- so it's, all these are about Michael Jordan and uh I could totally see Jordan Pippen. being that way. So he's called Horton, Michael Jordan, and then there's no tip and Pippen. All right. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it, and thanks for being a part of this show. Um, tomorrow's show is going to be going to be earlier, and I don't know what time yet. Okay. So it'll probably be around 11. I will update um, yeah. on our live page, and then I will also update on uh, Facebook and Instagram and everywhere to let you know when yeah, we're doing it. Probably Regardless, 11 a.m. Pacific. We will be doing a show. Uh, Maybe a shorter show. The time show. is just going to be a little bit. Yeah. But we'll be doing a show. Yep. And uh, so that'll be tomorrow for Wednesday, the 24th. All right. And I want to, yeah, once again, thank you, everybody. You're all awesome. Appreciate each and every one of you. Share the show. Let other people know about it. Find your favorite episodes. And uh, and thank you for being a part of this. Yes. Thank you for being a part of our lives. Yay. You are very special. And we appreciate you. Still locked. I can't believe you did that. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow with Oh, more. with more Fun Employment Radio. There you go. .com. <laughs>